0: humans are forbidden
1: yeah it's like to be fair it's like bro you did try to murder him like <laughs> yeah, no, he exactly. had a he had a pretty uh pretty uh simple reaction
0: like literally it's mess the fire you're gonna get burned <laughs> yeah,
1: right. right yeah the, the law of the jungle
2: includes a stand your ground lie <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty, but, yeah. pretty
1: fair reaction i think
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 408 with a review of The Jungle Book. I'm Christopher, the Baron of Schnaesity's Schnaesie.
1: I got nothing. I'm just me, <laughs> Carson Patrick. And I'm Stephen miller <laughs> <laughs>
0: And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you this week. We are diving into the world of computer animation, and we are bringing you a not-so-live-action live action movie, the new Jungle Book film. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm, I'm doing
1: okay. I was taking a drink of my beverage. Sorry. In the
0: jungle.
1: I just always think, I always just relay to Steven, hopefully, that he'll... Say and I relate to Carson. And yeah, so it makes really it doesn't. Work. It really doesn't
0: work at all. I really, I really think that, that there's, there's two things that the Carson does like clockwork. One thing is, no matter what night we record, no matter what night of the week it is, that becomes laundry night, and he starts at about 30 minutes before we're about to record. I
1: actually, this, started like three hours before. <laughs> it just takes a long ass time.
0: The second thing he always does is, anytime I'm about, I'm about to like pass to him, he will take a drink of anything. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you didn't have a drink on your table, you would just reach for an empty cup or anything cup-shaped and just pretend to sip it.
1: I think it's just like a Pavlovian response. Like, <laughs> I just am so used to it. I just, I can't stop.
0: <laughs> which is which is good, but, uh... Yeah. But, but, yeah.
1: Actually, the laundry was finished, uh, well before the recording of this episode, so...
0: Mostly just because an accident that happened today at 4 o'clock was still causing traffic, apparently, on the Bay Bridge, which is weird. Uh, okay. <laughs> I would, I'm just saying that, like, if I would have been home on time, then maybe the laundry wouldn't have been
2: coming. Oh, okay, okay. I got Okay, I'm with you now. We all know I would have been late if Chris wasn't late, so it, it doesn't Someone matter. would have been late <laughs> to a very important date. And that's what makes us great. The strength <laughs> of the podcast is each other, and each, the strength of each other is the cast. <laughs> And we, I I, I don't know.
0: But anyways, we are here. I think this is a film that it's safe to say none of the three of us were super excited for. Hell no.
2: I was not at all.
1: Hell to the nah.
0: Hell to the nah, yes. Um, I mean, we, you know, I feel like we've stopped making the joke about like, Oh, when are we going to remake this type of film? Uh, because they've sort of become a commonplace thing and we're sort of just used to the remakes happening all the time. But I think of all the remakes, this almost feels like there's it's one that like isn't even justified in that, like, oh, like the technology is so great now, we could totally make this better space version of something. Like it's literally just live action, wannabe. It's like attempted photorealistic animals and a story that is mostly remembered for the music in it right like nobody remember. like on, yeah. on the on the in the lift on the way to the theater steven and i were trying to talk with our driver about what the story of the film yeah, was
2: chris had more <laughs> than the rest of us but none of us could really put it together yeah, yeah,
0: and, and for the record the more thing that i had was i think fire is involved <laughs> that was like, yeah. we were all like there's a boy and he like lives with animals in the jungle and fires involved and that was the extent of our I I couldn't
2: separate it from Tarzan. I was trying to remember like he's raised by gorillas,
1: <laughs> right? And humans are going to show. up. There's uh Phil Collins music in it, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh. that's still I still say that soundtrack is fantastic.
1: Oh yeah. It's pretty fire. It's okay. Phil Collins on anything. It, pretty it's pretty good. fire. Pretty red or flower. it's
0: pretty uh, <laughs> man's Red Flower. Or I mean, I
1: Phil squeezed Collins. it in before you could get it. Okay. Phil Collins, edgy. <laughs>
0: uh, but yes, I mean, obviously we're, we're clearly very excited and ready to uh, begin a super deep and methodical dissection of the film that is uh, The Jungle Book. But should we just do it, guys?
1: Obviously. Yep.
0: All right. We're going to play a trailer for The Jungle Book, and then we're going to come back and give you guys a review.
2: If you can't learn to run with the pack, one of these days you'll be someone's dinner. It's no longer safe for you. But
1: this is my home.
2: Only man can
1: protect you now. Poor, sweet little cub. What are you doing so deep in the jungle?
2: You are a man cub who wants to live in a jungle.
1: How do you know that?
0: Kid, I got ears. My ears got ears.
1: Only I
0: can protect you. (laughs)
1: Forget about your in Australia. What's that? That's a song about the good life.
0: He will stop at nothing until he has this boy. If anything happens to that kid, I'll never forgive myself.
2: Let's be on our way.
1: But I'm helping Baloo get ready for hibernation.
2: Bears don't hibernate in a jungle. Not full hibernation, but I nap a lot.
0: All right, so that was the trailer for The Jungle Book. Basically, there is a boy who, uh, you know, the animals refer to as the man-cub. He was raised by some wolves, but it turns out the man-cub, you know, is not having so much a good time being a wolf because he's not a wolf. He is... A man. And uh, he is pissing off a tiger for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) nailing this. And basically, he he has to make his way around to try to figure out a place where he fits in. Meanwhile, a bad, evil tiger is trying Mm. to kill him. So, Carson.
1: Bare necessities.
0: (laughs) Bare necessities of life will come to you if you tell everybody what you thought. Of this film,
1: I did not like this movie <laughs> at all.
0: Uh, pretty <laughs> when much is a har- this jungle gonna book. <laughs> pretty much a
1: hardcore Henry situation where I wanted to leave uh, pretty soon into the movie. Uh, <laughs> it's it's the tried and true theory is that anything with the ninety something percent on Rotten Tomatoes is questionable um, because I. I know I'm not in the majority opinion very much, but uh, this one really blows my mind that (laughs) it's gotten this high of acclaim, Um, and really, like, what does this movie bring new to the table other than, like, we said, updating it with 2016 technology? Like, I don't, there's nothing in this movie that is new or different. Or anything that the other two incarnations of the Jungle Book uh, have to offer. Like, uh, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I have seen the the original Disney animated version, but like, yeah, like I can't remember anything past like Bare Necessities and the the uh, I want to be like you <laughs> song. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know, like Jungle Book was never one that was really like a a favorite of mine. Uh, But I did really like the the Stephen Summers uh, live action version that Disney did, like the real live action version that they did back in the 90s. That one was that one was awesome. Um,
0: I I think I'm the only one out of the three of us who has not seen it.
1: That one was good. Um I like that one a lot. And it's like, we have that one already, so I don't know why we need uh this Uncanny Valley version with some really annoying dumb wiener kid running around <laughs> half naked. Like, I'm you, sorry, but... You
0: gotta, well, before you go on, you have to tell him, Stephen, your thoughts uh, as we exit oh, yeah, the so la- <sighs> yeah,
2: so my, my first statement uh last night when we left the theater was... If Carson hated Jacob Tremblay, he is
1: not gonna like this kid at all. Like, I actually would have preferred Jacob Tremblay in Brownface. Like, that would have been a lot more entertaining. than... Wolves are real. Gorillas
2: are real. Elephants are real.
1: Like he was, he was very like extremely loud and incredibly close. Uh, child. I, I
2: have extremely loud and incredibly Mowgli written as my one, <laughs> <laughs> the one
1: note that I took. From this. Nice. Yeah, like, I mean, come on. Like, out of out of all the kids they auditioned, like, he was the best? Like, I don't understand. Like, it just is mind-boggling to me. This whole movie is. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that kid was not good. And, it, and it's just weird because, like, um, you know, he's the only live-action element in the film. And so, like, you are relying on him to carry it pretty much, and, uh, yeah, it just was not good at all. Plus, it just was weird, because since he was uh, the only, again, he was the only, like, live-action counterpart in the movie, like, I kept thinking of, uh, Joseph Kahn had a tweet, like, a couple months, or a couple weeks before the movie came out, where he was just like, he didn't understand why, like, so many grown men were, like, Fawning over this Jungle Book movie, which is essentially just like a half-naked nine-year-old running around, like it just made no <laughs> sense. So, to him. so I have to ask: Did you share Khan's tweet? <laughs> I, I I did not. Okay. I I don't have a follow up to that. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Like I I just don't get it. Like the the I don't know what else there is to say other than like I I feel like uh, a movie like, um, you know, cause Disney is going back and they're just remaking and doing live action adaptations of a lot of their classic films. And, um, you know, I'm not opposed to that. Like I really enjoyed the, uh, live action Cinderella movie they put out last year. Uh, but that movie had like a very classical feel and it was actually, you know, <laughs> with real actors and, um, but i think like by having you know the all cg environments and animals and whatnot like there's just a certain clinical aspect to it like it's 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 off-putting uh not only because it's just to me terrible looking but uh there is just a sense of coldness like it's not warm it's not inviting like there's nothing adventurous about it like it just feels very uh clinical like it's it it, it doesn't it should be, you know, inviting you in, but it's not. Like, it just doesn't have that quality that you'd expect from a really good family Disney movie. So, I think that's really the main component. And and also, it's just really boring, so.
2: <laughs> Steven? Yeah, so I'm going to try to piece together thoughts now that Carson took my one extremely loud and incredibly Mowgli. <laughs> um, I, I mean... Yeah, so I'm unsurprised by Carson's reaction. I feel more similar than dissimilar to him, I think. Um I I mean this movie has a lot of things that I think are are good, are fine. Like I think the voice acting is great. I love I love Bill Murray and Christopher Walken in this movie. Uh the visuals I thought like he did a really good job with it. I didn't feel the kind of clinical aspect of the look of the film uh in my mind it did make the jungle feel kind of magical and i liked the detail of the animals and their behavior but the, there was something off-putting about the story like it didn't it didn't feel like a complete movie to me it it felt kind of like waking life like waking life but instead of philosophy it's just a kid like Ran, running into random animals that like <laughs> they assume you remember the original Disney movie so they're like oh and here's the snake you got it right yeah this they're just a snake. they're just checking the boxes yeah okay uh it's elephant time come on let's go and they just moved to the next scene like nothing propels this movie i i feel <laughs> like if if you have not seen the original jungle book you will just not get the pacing of this movie at all i don't know it it really I agree with Carson. It is a very boring movie. Like It has nothing pulling you from scene to scene.
0: Just, just, real, um, just, just real fast uh, to interject. When you mentioned the elephant scene, I, re- I just realized that that elephant scene is the exact scene from Aloha when they're driving in the Jeep and they pass all the Hawaiian people during, <laughs> you're right. in the middle of their march. It's literally the exact scene. It's like, whoa, don't look them in the eye. You got to respect <laughs> them. They've been here since the beginning. This island is theirs. Watch out.
2: Yep. Okay, this is never going to pay off now let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so amazing. Definitely not foreshadowing at all. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, like, so I think Carson enjoyed the good dinosaur. Uh, Chris and I made fun of it pretty heavily for like kind of having nothing, pushing it forward, being a bunch of nice visuals mixed with (laughs) just blah. Um, But I feel like honestly, if it weren't for the fact that this is a classic story, it doesn't hold up to much more scrutiny. Like, whatever message I can pull from this is like using tools is what makes man great. So you should do that (laughs) unless it's fire, unless it's like a big pit of fire. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I don't, uh, I I really feel like this movie suffered from the fact that the jungle book is already a well-known film. So it had to just like telegraph things and nostalgic memories from that Disney movie instead of actually making its own movie. So while like, there was no one scene that I heavily disliked. Like I, I thought it was completely finely put together, and the actors are having a lot of fun. It just, it it isn't a movie. It's like a, a not great episode of Planet Earth or, or something. Like like it's just like, hey, here's animals, here's this kid. Oh, I got nothing. That like that's it. That's all we. That's all we came up with. The budget is over now yeah i I, I don't know it it was strange it did not have the kind of fun popcorn flicky charm that i expect from a john favreau movie like chef was more exciting than
1: this movie (laughs) oh way more exciting well they actually had heart and character this was just like a demo reel
0: (laughs) and even as a demo reel i don't i don't think it's quite successful because no the orangutan is fantastic in the film, like like from, from a visual representation of it. I mean, though it's oversized and it's like King Kong size for some reason that I can't figure out, it visually looks really interesting. But I think that like Blue or whatever the hell his name is, like the bear is one of the worst effects in the film. Like it always sticks out to me for always. The oh, yeah. the younger wolves look really bad to me too. The adult wolves kind of like, eh, they're kind of like borderline. But I think that it, it, it it's like, it's clear that, like, Weta brought all the stuff they did for, you know, like, the rise of the Apes films and kind of, like, they're like, oh, well, we already got this pipeline going. We can just, like, throw in all of our cool fur effects and animation and shit like Not that. Not to
2: mention King Kong.
0: It, yeah, yeah.
2: Right. But, but like, it,
0: it it just, it was one of those things where, where, like, it felt like one set of assets was really, really good, and then, like, like the environment and any of the monkey but like all the other animals felt sort of like some some weird sort of mishmash of like kind of good but also not good and then one of the things that I I was talking with Stephen about briefly uh, like on a ride back was that you know in an animated film you can kind of play with the size and scale of things um, because you know it's just a cartoon and sort of the the size references to everything don't really matter when you're attempting sort of a photoreal thing even though you're kind of like trying to add some, like, you know, even though you're animating the faces to allow them to talk in a way that normal animals don't, like, you're sort of going for photoreal. And the way they play with the size and the scale of different animals feels super weird to me. And I couldn't figure out if they wanted to do do everything at, like, a really large scale so they could show all the detail and all the work that they did. But, like, it... There's just something weird about these giant animals that shouldn't be that much larger than the the little man-cub is, but... I don't know there's something felt super off with the way that the characters were presented and and while it, while it worked with King Louie because he's freaking frightening as hell <laughs> like that was the other thing I said like walking out I was like I don't know what that was rated but I feel like that scene is a way too scary for children to be watching this movie um
1: yeah I mean it's so fake and scary <laughs> You like, sound like the old grandma I heard in the theater <laughs> on Saturday who was just like, I heard Jungle Book was too scary for kids. I was like, <laughs> if, if the hell, especially lady? the scene
2: when, when him and Blue play Russian roulette. That was just terrifying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, but like, like, I, like I, I, think, I think visually there's something really interesting. Like, I mean, you know, uh, Carson was super angry at like the Smaug scenes in, in mm-hmm. the Hobbit films. And, and like the, I, you have to agree, right? That scene like blows away no pun intended, I guess, like, all these Smaug scenes, right?
1: I certainly think so. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, like, my, my beef with with Smaug was, uh, <laughs> was that he just looked like every other dragon. Like, there was no, like, coolness to his design. Like, which is kind of, like, the same with this movie. Like, there was just nothing new brought to the... Like, I mean, King Louis is, like, okay, let's say he's... I'll agree that he's the best-looking animal of the bunch because... Yeah. Uh, there are animals that look better than some. Blue, obviously, like you said, is the worst example. Uh, the panther, Ben Kingsley panther, looked all right, um, <laughs> but it, it's still, you know, it it's still like it's still fake. Like it's just to me, it just it takes you out. I mean, I don't know, like that. Like I don't like the I don't like how they were trying to replicate real environments and real animals like to me that uh steven mentioned you know like uh uh, magic and and whimsy like that's the other thing i forgot to mention is that like that's what was missing from this movie like i feel like trying to make the jungle environments look like real jungle and be like gritty jungle brah like that (laughs) to me takes away the sense of wonder you know like i want I don't want the jungle to look real. Like, I want it to look, you know, uh, like, magical, you know? I, I, you know it, like, it just, there's that, it's like they were really trying to make everything so photoreal, but, like, you can never get it like that. No matter how good the CG is, I feel like it's, it's never up to, you know, the real thing. So you're always just looking at, you know that you're looking at something that's not real and i don't
2: i don't mean to disagree with that like i actually think there was not enough magic or whimsy i i just mean it got kind of like the walk did for me it was good enough that i at least felt like the awe of some of the big scenes which is why i compared it to watching like planet earth or like a i don't know an imax special about the world and like You know, it's fake, so it isn't quite as much, but like you have a little bit of, oh, yeah, I remember when I was a kid and I would read about jungles and people being in the canopy layer. And I I don't know, it had a little bit of that to me. It was definitely not magical the way that a good Disney movie should be magical.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, those like Disney Nature movies they put out are is better are better than than this. <laughs> like, they have more uh, fun, a sense of fun, you know. Like, they try to shape a story out of the footage that they get. um and, and I think that like I would rather watch that than than this for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I
0: I think like even even the effects stuff isn't isn't the worst thing that this film does. I mean, it, it that there are things that work and there are things that don't, but I think on the whole, it's, it's somewhat a technical achievement, what they did. Um, th- there, there's enough there to look at, to go like, Oh, like it's cool that they tried this. Um, and in the scenes where it looks good, like I still say that King Louis and like the little temple thing that he lives in and like the fruit and crap and all those scenes, like I think all of that looks pretty photoreal. Like it, it looks pretty impressive. And I think that was kind of my favorite moment in the film is like all those scenes, um, what's sad is like my actual favorite moment of the film is the credit sequence where like during the credits you're seeing like the storybook open up with 3D yeah. environments yeah. inside <laughs> the of James the storybook James Bond intro for
2: <laughs> yeah. well
0: before the James Bond <laughs> intro like, before the Scarlett Johansson song that's her right she's singing that song I think so yeah, yeah. yeah. before that but when, it, when it's when you're actually you know I want to be like you and all that stuff um, there's something cool about like the storybook pages flipping to the individual scenes and like the 3D because we you know Stephen and I saw this in 3D Um, I know Mm -hmm. Carson's going to yell at us for doing that.
1: I I Um, did not see it in 3D. At least this movie was designed for 3D, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, even if it wasn't designed for 3D, it was designed for 3D, because none of it's real.
1: Well, uh, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, more than, like, Batman versus Superman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But
0: anyways, um, so I, I think the real problem with this film is it didn't try to make the story more interesting than it was or wasn't when we were kids. Like, it, it really just kind of, as, as you guys said, it's sort of presenting this is this animal and this is this animal. And, like, the... From what I understand or slightly remember, this is supposed to be a story about, like, belonging, right? Like, the the idea is that this man-cub didn't belong in the jungle but was raised in the jungle, but he can never really quite fit in with each of the animals. And there's nothing really compelling done with that. Uh, We have characters that show up and yell about how dangerous man is, but literally the only scene we see of how, quote-unquote, dangerous man is is a flashback where we see uh, Shere Khan get... Burned in his face when he tries to murder a human
1: being, right? right. Like,
0: like there's literally there, there's not scenes of like them trapping animals or destroying the habitats or like doing whatever. It's literally just one scene where he's like, "I'm gonna eat some humans," and then he gets burned in the face and he goes, "Nah," and then runs away and then gets really pissed out and helps establish a code that's like, "Humans are forbidden."
1: Yeah, it's like um, to be fair, it's like, bro, you did try to murder him. Like yeah, no, he exactly. had a he had a pretty uh, pretty uh, simple reaction.
0: Like, literally, it's a mess of the fire, you're going to get burnt. <laughs> yeah. Right. right?
1: Yeah.
2: The, the law of the jungle includes a stand your ground lie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was a pretty, yeah. pretty fair reaction, I think.
0: Also, I have to give Stephen credit for the joke I missed earlier about the share Khan. <laughs> Did you share con's tweet? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it took you long enough. <laughs> because, no, no. delayed I, getting. I, 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 I had a note for myself to, to bring it up once I was tell, talking about my stuff, but I just, at the time, I was like, Wait, he's talking about his name, right? Like in my head, I was like, it, "It was correct in my head," but before I could laugh, I had to look up to make sure the name was right. Um, but, anyways, um, <laughs> whatever I was saying. But basically, I feel like there's not enough really compelling in the story. Like, like as, as I said before. I don't feel like the story, like the reason I think it's silly to remake this is because I don't think this, there's there's a compelling enough story here to really justify it being remade. Um, and and the attempts to remake it are not deepening the story; they're not doing anything grand. I mean, it this is like, like, first of all, this this is a film that could have been helped by a song by Shakira about how you should try everything, except <laughs> for this yeah. film, it should be try nothing because literally this movie is the exact opposite moral of Zootopia. In Zootopia, the moral is like you know. You can be whatever you want to be as long as you try hard enough. And in this film, it's like no, you really can't be anything other than be a man cub. So sorry, give up and go home. Um, and it's it just it's just kind of weird. Like I mean, maybe it's one of those things where you know John Favreau like just really liked the Jungle Book, and he was like, I can make anything I want now. I'm gonna make Jungle Book.
1: <laughs> he really um, liked that that paycheck he got. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. When the but money train rolled up to his front door. I,
0: I I just feel like of all the things you could remake, why... I mean, I, I guess this is one of those things where, like, oh, yeah, they're making a Tarzan, too, so we might as well make a jungle, jungle book. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> I still haven't watched the trailer for that Tarzan movie. But
1: it, it, it looks like this jungle book, like, just <laughs> as
0: boring. As long as uh, there there's some, like, parkour tree surfing action... There um, is
1: there is none of that. It's oh. it's supposed to. It's a gritty Tarzan. <laughs> it's, it's like
0: it's the Dark Knight of Tarzan. Yeah, movies. it's the
1: civil bro of Tarzan movies.
0: <laughs> oh, it's no, like
1: no wonder this movie was delayed.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, like I I like I wasn't excited for this going in, but I was willing to sort of be whatever. But but I think that like really the only things in the film that interested me was the how frightening i thought he <laughs> was in that scene like just list, just like, ones
1: and zeros no it, it's literally
0: it hasn't been since Coraline that i've been like oh i think that's too scary for kids <laughs> Like, like that was the last time that I, like, saw a movie and was like, hmm, this is not appropriate. This would give me nightmares. Um, And really, that's just because of the, the sheer size of... of uh, it's basically the same scene from The Visit when they're under the house that Steven yeah. was scared of, <laughs> except for it's a giant f***ing orangutan <laughs> that is terrifying to me for some reason.
2: I maintain that grandma is scarier than a giant orangutan.
0: <laughs> well, just, at least grandma, you can kick her in the face.
1: Uh, I... I... <laughs> I don't think King Louis is scary at all. I'm not in that camp. Sorry. He's super fake.
0: Whatever, man. And it's Christopher Walken. Cor-
1: Coraline, though, yes. That's a legit dark movie that... I mean, kids should be scared during movies, but I don't think this is... Kids <laughs> should be scared during movies. Yeah, there should be some element of danger. I mean, I don't know. you know there, But I feel like that was missing from this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, like, think about the movies that... That, uh, you know, that that we saw when we were kids. I mean, it was, like, it was way harder than the crap that kids see now. Like, even Disney movies, even, like, Disney animated movies back in the day, like, like, The Black Cauldron, that shit's messed up, dude. Like, I mean, any, any, like, kids movie from the 80s, like, that's just, yeah. That's, like, an R-rated movie compared to, <laughs> compared to this, you know. I don't
2: know. Well, I, I think this just doesn't... I'm not going to say it had to be scarier, uh, but it it had to be something, and I and I think like what Chris you mentioned that the tentative theme of the movie is like fitting in or uh, you know not not feeling like you're a part of anything or being an outcast, and they literally they give one scene to indicate that at the very beginning of the movie, and it's like the kid is fine with it. <laughs> like, well, the, the there's thing no of, actual sadness. Like, oh, yeah. I don't fit in. I'm all alone.
0: They just don't do that. The funniest thing about it, too, though, is that like the wolves totally accept him. It's the fact that a tiger shows up and he's like, he's different. <laughs> and they're like, maybe we should throw him out of the group. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's yeah. A, it's an anti-authoritarian film.
2: <laughs> it's a very anti-Trump film. It's very yeah. daring. <laughs> but no, I... But, but yeah, Those it's just like, like it, different. Throw them out. Like if, if I were a kid watching this, I'm I'm pretty sure my only takeaway would, would be like, oh, did you see the big orangutan? And, oh did you see the bear? And oh did you see that? Like there would be absolutely nothing about like Mowgli and what he learned or the journey that he went through. Because there's no journey. They're just like No. 10 set pieces that they knew they had to have and then the movie's over
1: dude that's exact and that's exactly what i saw when i was at the theater on saturday and i walked out i hadn't seen the movie yet but i walked out and um (laughs) there were just tons of kids like playing out in the lobby and stuff and they were just all jumping around like baloo baloo like i don't give a about (laughs) anything else they just want to see the animals what you know
0: right. is nobody was trying to pretend To be the, the main leader of the wolves <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spoilers That is a hard part of the movie I'll it, give it doesn't that. work out well for him <laughs> I did like how he just like Threw him over and was just like Yeah see you later He's like alright I'll go now Hurrah, dead. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the jungle
2: <laughs> Welcome to
1: the jungle <laughs> oh, Good times <laughs> Yeah I mean, well, I, I am interested, I'm curious, uh, I don't think it'll, I don't know if it'll be good, but I'm curious to see, like, you know, what uh, the Andy Circus Jungle Book is gonna be like, but that apparently is, uh... Wait, are they
0: making Andy Circus Jungle Book? Yes, Where they're he making... plays all the animals?
1: Yeah, Johnny, come <laughs> lately, we gotta explain it for him. Um, <laughs> Warner Brothers has a Jungle Book movie that was supposed to come out next October, but they pushed it back to October... 2018 to get away from to really distance from the Disney one. But so apparently it's like another like this is gritty, bro. Like it's apparently supposed to be like a really darker, less family-friendly take. Uh and it's Andy Serkis's directorial debut. I don't he doesn't uh. play he doesn't clumps it. He doesn't play all of them, but there's a good <laughs> cast. I mean, Christian Bale is like uh Bagheera, I think, and <laughs> Badgira. <laughs> Uh, funnily enough Benedict Cumberbatch is Shere Khan so (laughs) dude I'm I'm super excited
0: for this movie now
1: but 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 like he did like all the actors did like the mocap for the animal so I'm assuming that you know it's going to be very like apes looking but I'm hoping like I don't think it's all uh like cg environment I don't think it's complete I think it's live action but it's not like how this is you know so, maybe it'll be a little different. I don't know. That'd be interesting to see. But, like, I'm just going to stick with the Steven Summers version from '94 and I'll just call it a day.
0: Speaking of calling it a day, <laughs> <laughs> should we get to our verdicts? Sure. Was, yes. Was that not a good segue? <laughs> <laughs> Steven's response was like semi defeated.
1: You know.
2: I feel like we need to be a little defeated about this movie. It just does not... I take no joy in tearing apart a children's movie. <laughs> yeah. Right?
1: It, it isn't like a fun thing to trash or anything.
0: It is definitely not.
1: Um, oh, well, uh, the other thing I was going to say, because Stephen brought up The Good Dinosaur, but I think that the, the difference between this and The Good Dinosaur is that, like, I, I mean, I like that the... Uh I like I mean I really like the animation in that obviously cuz it was supposed to be an entirely CG animated movie but I think having those like really photorealistic environments set against the really sort of cartoonish looking animals and creatures like that was kind of a, like an interesting contrast and then obviously the good dinosaur had an angle going for it where you know it was kind of like approached as a as this western Um, so I mean like that had more going for it than just like, Hey, let's remake the jungle book with, you know, uncanny Valley animals and shit. (laughs) Like that's the the only, the only thing I think good dinosaur had over jungle book is Sam
2: Elliott, but that's still a pretty good, uh, pretty good victory. I, I, I enjoy his voice acting a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just think that the, I just was just pointing out at least in my opinion that the good dinosaur had more to offer than this. And was uh, you know, adventurous, had some dark, scary things in it. Um adventure I, I thought I it know. was adventurous. I, I cannot tell you
2: pretty much anything that happened in The Good Dinosaur. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't know that it was that exciting. I, I can tell
0: you they dug trenches with their face <laughs> and didn't didn't close their eyes.
1: Oh, how dare they? The A <laughs> fictional animated movie. They also uh, stopped, the karaoke machine also stopped when <laughs> Elliot the Dinosaur or whatever was singing uh, Smack My Bitch Up. I don't know.
0: That's a continuity error, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as I said, we're going to get to our verdict. So, Carson, if you're going to give this a must-see, a reckon with the caveat, wait for rental and pass with the caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it?
1: I would definitely give it a must avoid. Uh, But, you know, what the hell do I know? I saw the movie Criminal this weekend and thought that was a lot better. So, I mean, to me, Kevin Costner killing a bitch with a cactus is way more entertaining than watching a half-naked child run around screaming... With a bunch of fake animals.
0: What if Kevin Costner could kill a half-naked child?
1: (laughs) I would be down to see that, specifically the one in the Jungle Book. (laughs) He needed to be put down. Steven? Yeah, I don't know. This weekend I saw a great movie
2: about a person who doesn't fit in and (laughs) is forced to flee, (laughs) flee from a kind of overpowering leader who feels threatened by his presence and that was district 9 which chris and i saw in a q and a with the director and that was good uh this movie i don't want to say this was terrible like it was a kids movie and i'm sure kids will love it like it it has the fun of watching these big animals and like i enjoyed the music pieces but it's like a very weak wait for rental for me just completely middle of the road like no real reason to seek this out but if you have a kid i'm sure they're going to love it <laughs>
1: Oh, I got so many.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, I mean if you have a child, they're going to enjoy it, so that's like the one the one reason to see this film. Um besides that, there's nothing really worth saying about it. It it's one of those things where it's just I the whole movie watching it, I questioned how we were transitioning from scene to scene other than like, oh yeah, that's this character. Oh yeah, that's this character. And while I still love the orangutan stuff, um, maybe half of that is because I really enjoy Christopher Walken. Maybe half of that is just because I thought it actually looked good, even though uh, Carson doesn't think it looked good. But besides that, there's there's just nothing enjoyable about the film on a level that makes it something that you should rush out and see. So I am also going to give it a must avoid. And yeah, I think that with that, it'll bring us to the end of this episode of the Spoiler Warning Podcast. Um, Carson, uh, people want to find Carson. He can be—they they can find him in the tall grass in the jungle, talking loudly as a panther tells him to shut up because he's about to be attacked by a tiger. Um, Stephen, where can people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me for about two and a half minutes of this movie uh, in the trees, <laughs> having a completely unnecessary scene, but reuniting with my Lost in Translation co-star. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice uh, people can find me um, hibernating like a bear I don't know sing, singing songs from my childhood in, uh, in, in different ways I don't know people, people can find the podcast though which is the most important part over at thespoilerwarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show um, you cannot find a review of the original Jungle Book there because that doesn't exist. We didn't exist back then. Um, but if you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us at facebook.com slash warning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com. You can use the contact form on our site or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW at 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to The Jungle Book. So hopefully you are enjoying that um, more than we enjoyed the movie, of course. And uh, yeah, thank you guys uh, for joining me this week.
1: Yeah, I think that is what Bill Murray said to Scarlett Johansson at the end of Lost in Translation. He's like, we will be reunited in the jungle. (laughs) All makes sense now. I I thought he said thank you for joining
2: me this week. (laughs)
0: Uh, But yeah, we're going to go take off, and we will see you guys next time. (laughs) Bye.